Lightworkers Unite is a podcast and social show hosted by intuitive women, lightworkers, and most importantly, friends, Mayuman Manjeet. Welcome to our podcast, where we believe there is a lightworker within all of us. Whether you are a medium, an educator, or a nuclear technologist, there's a lightworker within you, and we have work to do. This is a call to action. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Happy Monday. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome home. Thanks. I would love to say that it's nice to be home, but that would be a lie. Re-entry is very real. It was hard to come back. I missed the sunshine, though. And I heard I missed all the snow. Oh. I saw fun pictures, and I think my Dana was a little bummed out that she didn't get to play in the snow with her friends and stuff. But you know what? We got to play in the sand. So it was all good. Oh, I love it. Um, So you're back from Maui. Yes. Back from Maui. That's where we went for a week. We just snuck out. And it was, it was very well organized. Well done. I felt very safe. We all did. We had to get COVID tests 72 hours before our departure and Mm -hmm. have that uploaded. So that state of Hawaii would let us in. So you have to have that before you go there. And then as soon as we got back, we got tested the next day and we were all negative. So as we know, we live with my mom. So I just want to make sure we were all good. So it was really beautiful. And I highly recommend going to Hawaii if you can. It's it's (laughs) open, restaurants, not full capacity, but they still wear masks like, like here, but it was just glorious. So yeah, I'm and I so got happy. Some, I'm so happy you got to get away. Thank you. And I got a couple tattoos, not, but I got my favorite angel number four, four, four. And I got my favorite sunflower on my ankle with the yin and yang symbol inside. I just love it so much. Like, I love it. Isn't that best? I mean, what a great, it feels like such a great reboot, you know, to be by the water and just, I think that's kind of like the inspiration too, right? For this podcast. Yep. It's the water element, right? I don't know about you. So I'm an Aries and my element is fire. So water, I'm very drawn to it. It's, it's my balance. We may have talked about this before. So I am really drawn to water. I love it. And so going there, um, and plus, you know, seeing turtles and all the wildlife and it was um, humpback mating season. So that was spectacular, but yeah, since, (laughs) since it was our idea to talk about, uh, mermaids today, I thought, uh, fresh from the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about that. How are you doing my friend? I'm good. I'm good. I stayed here in the snow. So I love you, but you can fuck off. <laughs> no, I I'm love so it. jealous. <laughs> did you play in the snow? Did you play? Uh, yeah, we did a little bit. Yeah. My daughters made um, a trans friendly uh, snowman. So that was lovely. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> little boobies and a, and a, um, a little, a little dinky. What? <laughs> Put that in if you don't want to. <laughs> I, I might replace the word dinky with, I don't know, pecker or something else. I don't know. Maybe not trans. It was a unit. It was a um, hermaphroditic. That's what it was. It was a hermaphrodite snowman. So that was awesome. That I got to look at that for like fucking three days. That was cool. <laughs> 
but other than that, uh, it was really great. We, um, yeah, just kind of hunkered in and we didn't lose power or anything. So that was really, really good. But I, I'm all, I'm a cancer little, uh, sign. So water is my natural state that being around water is like, I feel at home, but it's, I think we've talked about this before. I have this like love kind of fear relationship with water. Like I love it. I love to be around it. Um, but I, I didn't learn how to swim until I was like an adult. So, cause I'm really? always been afraid of the water. Yeah. And, you know, doing some research on this mermaid merman episode, I'm like, well, no wonder I'm fucking terrified of the water. <laughs> creepy shit in there (laughs) well it's true the depths of hey have you ever seen the movie the abyss yes oh yeah oh yeah yeah we're going in i love that movie by the way i told that a million years ago i loved it loved it i i had to talk my dad into watching it at first he was like uh and i said no dad i think you'll really like it and he did he loved it and uh, i was trying to get my girls to watch it in maui and they saw the preview and they're like are you kidding me we're not watching that out here <laughs> but i really i that's kind of what we're talking about i know i know that it's slated for mermaids you know mermen but it is about everything underneath the water we don't know what is underneath the surface? I mean, the, the ocean is so deep. So I know you've got some facts and tidbits. Tell me what you know about how much, what's the percentage of the ocean that we know about? Yeah, well, well, uh, we only about 10%, right? Like we only know about 10% of the, of, of what's going on in the oceans, right? We don't have the technology necessarily to go down that way because and and I think this is uh, so with mermaids I think this is kind of part of why um, we have a hard time believing in them is because our bodies we can't sustain that kind of pressure right exists right deep in the ocean and so it doesn't compute for humans to say well there's a human like half you know human half fish creature down there because how can our bodies withstand the pressure you know yeah and so I think that's that's uh one of the one of the things that we can we can talk about is like we don't know a lot about the ocean because we're not able to like withstand that kind of pressure down there but maybe they're not maybe they can adapt to that kind of pressure you know like their lungs are different right. right absolutely I mean look at whales they're mammals and obviously they're intelligent and they, they mate. And I know this because we were there for mating season for the humpbacks and they, you know, travel in pods, but they can hold their breath. They're equipped for that. Obviously extremely different than the human body. I understand that, but still a mammal. And why couldn't there be other different kinds of life forms that are underneath the surface that are deep down in the ocean that we can't get to. It's kind of like, Uh, We had talked about earlier about space, deep, deep space. We don't know what's out there. It's Mm -hmm. still unknown. We just don't have the technology or the means to gather more information or evidence. So I say, yeah, if I believe in aliens that could absolutely exist on other planets, then why couldn't something live in the ocean deep, deep beneath that we just don't know about? Yeah. And uh, well, what's, what's fascinating to me about that, what you just said is, you know, I'm, uh, you know, we can understand that there's pressure pressurized systems under the water that kind of create and morph the way our bodies would adapt to that kind of environment. Well, the same thing exists in space, 
Yes. Right. We, it, you know, it's a pressurized environment that we don't know how to live in because we're not built for it, but we have technology to help us, you know, like mm-hmm. down in the water, we have, you know, we have these uh, like remote controlled water um, surveillance machinery now that we, you know, can go down to the depths and actually like start looking and seeing things that we couldn't, yeah. see. we can't go down and see yet because we don't know how to protect ourselves yeah. without collapsing our, like our fucking lungs and shit. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And the same with out of space, you know, we, but we've invested a lot more money, I think in, 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 you know, like the universal space station and, and stuff like that with the help of all the other countries that we're kind of learning more about anti-gravity space and pressurized suits and, I don't know. There's just so much, just so, the analogies of those two things. It's just interesting to me. Uh-huh. Like maybe okay. that is an environment where space creatures can live easily because of the pressurized environment. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But so it just begs to differ or um, not begs to differ. It, so why can't humans? <laughs> so we weren't, we weren't made that way. So this is why I think, gosh, we're a completely different species. Yes. And, and so these other species do exist that could have the same kind of intelligence or better intelligence than us. So Mm -hmm. even though I would say they may not look like they're highly intelligent, I don't see them dressing up. They don't do their hair there. There's no hair. There's no, uh, their bodies to me look very raw, very stale, very gray, you know? Yeah. Uh, in my, and, or let's talk aliens too. Like, but if they're, let's say aliens are under the water and, and they have morphed into having tails and fins and can breathe. So therefore they're quote unquote, a mermaid or a merman. And I always think to myself, well, when I see pictures or what I think I see, right. It, they're not very, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. They don't seem very evolved in the word. The only thing I can think of is decorating their bodies. So if you go on earth, every part of the planet, there's different races, different cultures where we have found ways to either paint our bodies or we wear certain jewelry or clothing, uh, the way that we kind of express ourselves, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Decorate is not the word I'm looking for, but how we kind of showcase our bodies where underwater, you probably can't do that, but I don't know. Maybe you can, maybe they do. Maybe they're just an androgynous community and an androgynous race of people that don't give a fuck about how we dress. And actually to me, that seems more evolved almost like, right. It's like, they're not concerned about the materialistic things. Like we are still, you know, like we're there just like, you know, this is about survival and the evolution of our, mm-hmm. of our, of our, of our water kind, not mankind, but <laughs> maybe that, you know, maybe yeah. their whole focus is, is just more. Absolutely. And maybe that's where we're headed ourselves. Who knows? <laughs> maybe we'll eventually get rid of this materialistic things. And maybe yeah. we'll go back to just not deciphering who is male, who is female. Yeah. Like the snowman. Yeah. yeah. How about that? Like my, I, that's so weird. Yeah. Like a little snowman, my, my daughter made yeah. like not, you know, okay. And, and yeah. And honoring, you know, what's going on in the world now with a lot of young people who are identifying them with the, the, the pronouns, mm-hmm. you know, them and they, so it's no longer he or she. So who knows, maybe we are kind of evolving in that direction. Yeah. <laughs> and, we- and maybe this episode is really called more people, you know, yeah. like, 
it's like yeah. or at least in merman and mermaids but um, they almost feel bigger like if i kind of yeah. really try to tap into that energy it does feel so much bigger than our mortal coil it feels like they're more concerned with the you know the balance of nature under the water that we cannot number one fuck up yeah. and number two have no control over right so it, it just feels like oh i just I just, can I be one? I just, I just, can I just be a mer person? I live in the water. (laughs) Yes. And then, and and like, maybe that is like the little water sign in me, the cancer sign. I just feels like, wow, that would be home. You know, that would be like, that would feel so cool to me. Yeah. 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 Really interesting um, how you were saying the mer people, because I think they have referred to them as mer folk, which is Mm -hmm. hysterical back in 18 something something when they started to actually come up with bones and skeletons and sightings and there's articles about it so this has been going on for years of people talking about this so it again it it just begs to differ. That is not the phrase I want to use. It's not begs to differ. It just uh, begs the question why are we so reluctant to believe that? Yeah. Well, in our history, you know, it, 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 people, you know, in 1000 BC, you know, in like ancient Syria, they, they had no problem talking about mermaids and shit. Mm-hmm. And I guess the, one of the, do you want to hear the kind of their folklore? Yeah. It was a goddess called, um, at Atarticus that came from the sky and dove into the lake um, and became half fish, half woman. So that was like the evolution of like, you know, it's like a thousand fucking BC, like where they, they, they have these stories that this goddess dived into, onto our planet. And maybe, you know, in that time period, we couldn't identify with what an alien really was. Maybe it, maybe it was an alien that our limited mindset could only contain that being as a goddess, you know, Mm -hmm. nowadays we probably very easily go, well, not from here. That's fucking alien. I don't know. Yeah. And And I know we always use the word alien, uh, but really we're talking about extraterrestrials. We're we're talking about Mm -hmm. um, life on, from other planets, other uh, species. And so I, it's so funny when you were talking about that story, I specifically remember listening to a story on, I don't know what station, I'm sure it was um, the sci-fi network or something that talked about spaceships that people were seeing going in and out of the ocean. Yep. Yep. And, and they were really fast beams of light. I should say maybe not spaceships, but they were wondering what it was just beams of light coming from the sky and entering the ocean and coming out. So of course, I'm thinking how, if they, people are seeing this, they're writing about it, those beams of light coming from other planets that are going straight into the ocean. (laughs) And because there's something down there, right. That they're going to, or building or living. Mm. It's kind of creepy in a way it's cool, but creepy (laughs) because it makes me not want to go in the water at times, deep water. And I love the water and I'll swim and I'll snorkel, but I'll tell you, the thought of coming across something in the water that might freak me out a little bit. I don't know. Oh, how about you? Yeah, no, I'm not. A, yeah, no, 
I don't do that. I don't even snorkel because that shit kind of freaks me out. Oh. <laughs> and for me, it's like a breathing thing. You know, uh-huh. I feel like um, even though I can breathe, I feel like I cannot breathe. That's it's like my physical body just completely revolts around that. But I have mm-hmm. such an affinity for water. Like I'm, I just feel like so connected, like to it, but I, but I, but yeah, going in it and being in deep water, I'm, it, it actually is really, um, it feels very scary to me, like wow. drowning, you know, like, and, and I guess that's like a lot of like, we're going to do a whole episode on Atlantis as well. The, the, you know, hidden city, you know, below, but that's kind of where I feel connected. Like I feel connected to as an Atlantean, like, like being in that, in a community and safe and, and, but it apparently they destroyed themselves as a, as a group of people, you know, just with their technology or there was, um, there's lots of different theories and we, we'll talk about that later, but yeah, there, it feels like that feels more like a, a calling versus just being around water. Yeah. Know? I don't know. It's um, it, you, you said that too, about like the, the ships kind of there's there and there are documents um, documented throughout history, lots of different bodies of water all across the world that have like strange objects or lights, you know, going into the water. And sometimes they don't leave. Right. Sometimes they're, so then, then you're like, well, shit, where are they landing in there? Like, we don't know. (laughs) No clue. We have no clue. And we don't have the technology to go down and find out. Yeah. Right. Um, So let's talk about the abyss, that, that movie which mm-hmm. I found really fascinating. I really loved it. And how deep he went and fell for those who know the movie or let's say for those that don't. Again, I tend to believe if there is a species down there that they're going to be friendly. They're not, they're not going to, they're not out to get us. Cause if they were, they would have already done that by now, you know? So, and it makes you wonder about the, where do missing ships go? (laughs) I'm just listening to you. And I'm like, what, how are we here? This is so fucking awesome. (laughs) Isn't it weird? It's weird. No, it's awesome, right? Because it's like these underwater things. Like we don't know. And you're right. Like the Bermuda Triangle, right? Like there's, that's going to be another one of our episodes, but there's actually... other triangles around the world that have the same like symbol like same issues lost ships you know they they're um electromagnetic disturbances like all those things are happening in different triangular shapes all around the world you know so yeah i mean there's just so much stuff we don't know that is connected to the water so it's crazy and spooky and creepy, but I love it. And so the the Bermuda Triangle, mm-hmm. if it's, you know, the ships that are gone lost. So are they being sucked down into the place that exists down, down deep? So I always wonder, like, are they going to, one day will we find these ships? Mm-hmm. If we ever do get the technology that can get us deep, deep, deep down there. And isn't I don't have these facts in front of me because I I didn't research this part of it. But when um, the director of Avatar, you know, James Cameron. Yep. When he went down, because I think he is one of the ones that was was able to travel the furthest in depth. Right. And I don't even know what that is. Um, but when he was filming for the Titanic and went so down deep, I'm thinking to myself that there's got to be a way 
that we're going to eventually get another means. Someone's working on it today that is going to give us that technology to go further than that. Because we we continually do that, continually pass the bar. We go always a little further. And this is my belief, and you can call me crazy, but I sometimes believe that we get help from those species. I sometimes think that maybe they're walking around or again, our guides are downloading information. So the scientist that shows up and says, I got it by God, here we go. And they, you know, lay out the plans. I figured it out. And because it was downloaded by an ancient alien who said, okay, you guys, here's what you need to do to, to come. And, and I, I even believe the pyramids were probably created in that fashion where someone helped, you know, from, from the future. And I know that. oh, that's another episode. I'm got I, whole <laughs> about pyramids, girl. I got some serious shit about pyramids. I know. Yes. Yeah. And I, I feel like I, I am not talking very eloquently. I feel like I'm all over the place. Cause this is, this is a topic you don't really talk about with people. And I'm always afraid to, I can't talk like this with my husband. Well, we don't talk about this. You shit. can talk about it on your podcast. With about I, oh <laughs> yeah. With lots of people listening. It was like, Oh my God. I, there, you know, I, I put myself out there is kind of crazy, but at least I'm doing it alongside you. Uh, but I do feel like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just kind of blah, 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 blah. I don't have any facts. It's just my belief system. It's just what I've seen, read here and there. And I didn't really come equipped with any facts to support my, oh, girl, that's <laughs> my okay. theory. But I definitely believe that we have help. I believe mm-hmm. sometimes I think Albert Einstein, I mean, look at his brilliant brain. Yeah. Well, and you know, you like, where do you find that kind of proof? So, I mean, you're talking about trying to find statistics and information, but I don't know if that's out there. So, you know what? I don't, I think that's okay. I th- and I think you're totally right. I think that <clears throat> this is really cool and kind of creepy and a little out there kind of stuff. And when we don't, that's why we're both really attracted to this conversation, but we were just like, oh my God, but there was a fear kind of, we're like, should we do it? I don't know if we should, should we do it? Sure. I remember, like, and I think you're right. I think people just don't even know where to start with this stuff. You know, it's like, we're talking about a possible race of, or a species, you know, in the water. <laughs> That we have never seen, but, you know, we're starting to understand, or we've seen little things that like give us an awareness. But one of the things about mermaids, like in, in history, you always hear these stories of, and, and I don't know if it, I, I've been reading, I was reading a lot of in, in Japanese culture and maybe just because they were very, very good historians. There's a lot of information about like fishermen being saved by, by merpeople, merfolk. Right. So there's like, really? all this, yeah, like that. And I think that's kind of how all this, all this folklore, whatever you want to call it, yeah, right. starts, people have recounted, you know, these stories of being saved by a beautiful woman that had a fish for a body and dragged them. I'm literally like the Disney story, you know? Yeah. And then in other places, there's other stories of kind of like the mermaid that's in Harry Potter very possessive, very scary, very like a siren. Yes. And that was one of the things I was going to tell you though, um, the cryptozoologist, it was 1818. And in Japan, there is this known phenomenon called the webbed kappa, which means water child. 
and it lurks in the oceans in Japan. And into this day, they still have like warning signs. Really? Yes. To, to do not enter. And they call it like a, a water demon. And it's got like a, a scaly skin, about five feet tall. Um, it's blue and green. It has like the face of like the be- a beak for like a nose. Mm-hmm. And they're, they basically just say they're, you know, they are there. They're, they're webbed animals that are super intelligent. And, and in, in their written history that they, they actually can speak. So it's like really kind of fucked, right? It's like, <laughs> wow, like we live here and we're so, you know, we're kind of like, yeah. in a, but you know, as I was kind of peeling back, like all the layers and trying to look in different countries, I was just like blown away. Like, what do you, like, what I want to do is get like some genetic DNA from that shit don't you find out like yeah where the hell did it come from why aren't we trying to catch it <laughs> i don't know maybe we shouldn't right that catch it i just want to like take like a dna sample <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to catch it you just want to you know stick a needle in their arm and take some blood no that's horrible but i mean just that- to understand better yeah like it just feels like what do you think of that like an alien abduction like they poking and prodding on us right trying to learn more about us um so they say I think that's fascinating and I I have such curiosity that I want to sit on my couch and binge watch any documentary any show uh (laughs) and all these theories I just want to sit and absorb it all I just but I want to do it from my couch and not from a boat. I definitely want to learn more about it. I find the water fascinating, deathly, scary, creepy, fascinating. And I'm still amazed at whales, like these beautiful mammals that are humongous. Mm -hmm. I, and just to be in Maui this past week and being that close to them, hearing their songs and knowing that they live deep, deep beneath the ocean. You know, it just, this is what I'm saying. There's so much more underneath it that we just don't know about. Oh yeah. Really? Well, I think in the same vein as mermaids though, Loch Ness monster. Yeah. Right. Like those are, it's about what people are seeing the sighting. Mm -hmm. And if you, okay. So let's talk about this. If you were to Google mermaid sightings right now, which you and I have kind of done for this show. Right. And I know I sent you that, uh, was it National Geographic or Animal Planet? Animal. Well, I think Animal Planet, I think started. And then of course it was saying that it was debunked and all this, but I don't believe that because there's some footage there of that little sub submarine vessel that went deep down. Um, this is over near Iceland, right? Iceland. It, it was, was Iceland. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and they, they are down so far. There's no way that they could have some guy in some suit come and and knock on their window like that or place their hand. So you saw that footage, right? You and I haven't talked about it. The footage to me was amazing. Like I really enjoyed watching that, but I also enjoyed more the, the biologists and the scientists, their reaction Mm -hmm. to it was to me, very authentic, very genuine. It was not acting where they're saying, oh my gosh, you know, you got it. You, you, you got it. You got the evidence, the evidence that they're looking for to prove, to show that there is a living species down in the depths of the ocean. So if you haven't watched it, it's animal planet. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't, uh, you guys out there, but know that they, people are really trying to debunk it and they're saying it was all false and fake. And I think there's probably some portions of it that is, 
But that little video of them down below, that is not fake. There's just no way. Um, and I'd love to be proven wrong. I, I mean, what do I know? I'm watching it and I'm thinking, this is cool shit. This yeah. is really cool shit. Yeah. Scary. Kind of cool. Yeah. And scientists are kind of like that right there. I mean, you, I think you, you can, whatever your propensity is, what you want to believe, you know, like you, you can't just believe it because you want to believe it. If you're a true scientist, you need to develop, like there's a scientific method, like you need to, you know, go through the process of trying to really debunk shit, Yeah, really gain evidence to support it. Right. That is, that is kind of, that's what happens. And in the oceans, like there are so many creatures in there that they're actually considered like, like people are like, man, the ocean is full of alien life. Like there are so many creatures there that we've we're ah. just now starting to understand. I, I, I found these really cool ones. If you want to hear them. Yeah. There's this one, um, on Easter Island, it's called the Yeti crab and it near, it lives near the the hydrothermal vents, right? Those really, really hot mm-hmm. vents. And it's got all these like weird hair filters and that it, it kind of filters all the elements and, and allows them to survive in these really extreme conditions. You know, it, it's, it's just fucking crazy. We didn't know that they even existed until we could yeah. get down there. And then there's this cone jelly that actually their DNA, it's so complex that they actually have two completely different nervous systems. Whoa. I mean, just think about that, right? Completely two different nervous systems and that they can actually regenerate their brain. They would, and the scientists can do that. They, they'll actually fucking lop mm-hmm. off the brain. It will regenerate. He did Crazy. it four times Ooh. on this one, you know, and they heal with no scarring. Like this, like it's really cool shit that I'm like, wow, what are those? Yeah. Th- th- what is in that DNA sequence that, you know, we don't have that. That is fucking alien. Man. Yeah. That is yeah. not, <laughs> it's crazy. And as far as we know, there isn't any other animals on this planet that can, can do that. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's like, there, there are definitely animals that can regenerate like an, an, yes. an arm or whatever. Yes. Yes. Um, but brains two nervous systems. Yeah. It just, it was just like, you, and you see them, they look actually, you've got to Google them. They're called the cone jelly. They actually look like, okay, hold on to your pants. <laughs> they look like those fucking aliens in the abyss with all the multicolors. I'm not Ooh, even, yeah. it's really creepy and fucking unbelievable. If we could figure out what they're doing, awesome, how, you know, maybe we could like, maybe we could like save the human race from what, well, right? Oh, Jesus. What are we doing? What were they called again, Mandy? Cone jelly, C-O-N-E jelly. Gotcha. Yeah. So okay. I don't know. There's like some I think uh, the one thing I wanted to just maybe touch base on a little bit too is this whole concept of mermaids are seen and or mermaid-like creatures with you know like a maybe a human upper body and then a webbed arms and then and then like a fish or like a one leg kind of situation. These have been seen all over the world in different capacities, right? Mm-hmm. And that's very what was striking to me is it's very similar to like the Loch Ness Monster, which is seen in many different places around the world. Like in Canada, it's called the Ogopogo, right? <laughs> in Japan, it has a different name. It's actually, there's a, a new name, a different name um, that's seen off the coast of Africa. But it's like this serpent-like being that mm-hmm. shows up in all these different bodies of water. So like, mm-hmm. that's, what do you think of that? Mm-hmm. I Yeah. 
I have thought of that as much more of like maybe the, a, a dinosaur or an very ancient uh, animal that just didn't go extinct. <laughs> that's how I kind of have always thought of it. What about you? Yeah, no, that's cool. And you know what? I agree. I kind of thought that as well until I came across until, <laughs> until this story um, that kind of blew my mind. It was, it's a story, a UFO actually sighting. So we're just like mixing all this shit because it's, I know I love it. Right. It was a UFO sighting in, in Northern Nashville in the nine. And a man woke up to like a really, really loud noise and some really bright lights. So he goes out, you know, onto his deck and in front of him on his deck, he sees this like what what he called a one-footed snorkel monster and it it basically looked like it had a big snorkel for a a beak and it had one leg and it was kind of like like hovering like it was kind of climbing up onto his deck and above it was a ufo no like beaming it or trying to get it or something and then this one footed snorkel monster situation spun into a vortex of light and then disappeared. And I was like, okay, so that snorkel monster thing kind of looked a little like a mermaid body because it had one leg. Right. But it also had this like weird, like snorkel, which kind of looks a bit like a lock, you know? (laughs) So it's kind of like, are they, maybe they're the same. Hmm. I don't know. It kind of blew my mind though. And I was reading, I was like, oh, holy God. I was like a little kid in a candy store. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> and there's a UFO. And <laughs> we love that shit. I know. Oh my gosh. I, can you imagine seeing that with your naked eye though? Seeing that just spin and disappear. I know. And this is talking, you're talking to your a medium who sees all kinds of crazy shit, right? You, I know you I see- do. I do. <laughs> it, but just. Yeah, that's crazy. I love that. I do. I've seen weird shit, but not underwater. (laughs) I'm afraid to, to be honest with you. I'm afraid to see anything underwater. It does freak me out as much as I love it. Because underwater is such a different element. It's such a different depth element to land. We, we, We live on land. We don't live on the water. And so anything that's underneath there to me is very foreign just feels foreign. Yeah. Well, I totally agree with you when you said like, yeah, I'm scared of it. And that really reminds me of that. um, Was it our episode about guides, spirit guides? And remember I was telling you about that when two, these two older men came out of the water and one of them, Mm -hmm. right. And one of them was not showing their true self. And I was like, show me your true self. I I'm okay. Tell me, show me. And it was, it was like a fish person. Yeah. With bubbly eyes and like vents, like, or not vents, gills. <laughs> I can see you and what you're doing with your hands. So I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it was really disarming. And I remember like, it was, it was interesting because you're right. I think he was tapping into my fear. And so I, he didn't want to show like his true self, you know, until yeah. I, permission because it isn't something we see you know and it just it really maybe that's my fascination with like like Atlantis and like the water people and you know like I just it's such a it's such an enigma to me it's so brilliant and fascinating and interesting and I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about 
I don't either. And I'm just <laughs> loving listening to you because you've done way more research than me. And all I know is that 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 show took me down this road of like, holy shit. I there they have some evidence now. I mean, you cannot deny this. And uh, I and I think it was The Rock that was in Australia where a bunch of guys were filming from up above, like on a bridge or an overpass. And they were like, what is that? And it was a mermaid or merman um, looking thing that turned and looked at them and then got off the rock. Have you seen that video yet? Mm-hmm. Kind of waddles off the rock and into the water but it had a tail and but it had two arms it turned back and looked at the boys because they were filming and they're like what is that they were all freaking out it was far enough away to where he had to really zoom in when we get off this podcast you're gonna have to check it out Um, again for someone to go to the extent of trying to put on some kind of costume and and be out on that dangerous rock where it was really rocky and there was no way else to get there and and make a scene like, ooh, I got caught, and then dive into the water. It's just asinine and fucking ridiculous that people want to say, oh, that's false. Like, what the hell was it then? Sorry. I like how angry you get about it. It's really I, awesome. I, I know. <laughs> like, seriously, you think someone actually did that? But because people live in fear and they just can't wrap their head around it and they cannot accept it, that there might be life forms underwater. And there might, yeah, be a fucking mermaid underwater. (laughs) Well, and, you know, water, right? And we're made of like 80% water. Like, you know, we, we, it's a life force, you know, water, right? H2O. It's like, it's, it's such a, uh, so why do you think, um, we're seeing more and more of this evidence now than before. That's a really good question. Um, I think we are evolving. I think that I really do believe that we are evolving. I think there are species out there that are much more intelligent than us that want us to catch up, <laughs> that want us to learn and be more aware. And and I think, you know, our timeline, the humans who have that the time thing, which and if you think about in spirit, there is no time, right? That is a, a man-made thing evolving around the earth and the moon and the tides and all this. But we are behind, I think. Well, I don't know. Maybe we're not. Maybe we're right on track. Maybe, you know, back in the olden days of horses and carriages, there was probably aliens roaming around then too, right? So hence cowboys versus aliens. But I think there's a really a strong chance that they're trying to get us to catch up. And I think some of them walk amongst us and are those scientists that, hey, look, take a look at this and try to nudge us to to evolve and get there. We're, and, we're, and because of more sightings and things, we just have to have, we have to be in a mindset and we have to have people that we believe in as leaders that can actually deliver the information safely Yeah, for the whole world not to freak out because there's so many of us. And I think the world already, I mean, half the world doesn't even believe that there could be any life forms on any other planets, you know, let alone our oceans. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts about this? Like why, how, what do you think about, yeah. What are your thoughts about where we're headed? And do you think that we'll get more information? Do you think more will be revealed or what do you think we're at? Yeah, well, I, I'm, I, I'm, it's interesting hearing you talk about that, because 
yeah, I, it's hard to, um, you know, I, I just, um, I'm, so I'm, I'm a super Star Trek fan. Obviously, you know this. Yes. And in Star Trek world, <laughs> there is something called the prime directive, which means they do not interfere with other civilization strategically, uh-huh. you know? So, um, and that is so that they, you know, they are on their own divine path yes. to move forward. And so I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a, a fan of that. Like I kind of understand, but they do do like, even on Star Trek, they do intervene in very interesting ways to help, you know, save the planet or the evolution of the planet or, you know, like all kinds yeah. of that kind of stuff. So it's almost like a bending of this like sacred rule just to help them survive, that they have value in the world, in the not world, in the galaxies, you know? So, so they're, the, so that they, they they find purpose in, in kind of helping us, you know? So maybe these like, well, and, and I think for mermaids or, you know, lots of, even UFOs. Yeah. I think you're right. I think technology has gotten better. So people are, have the higher resolution cameras. So people are pointing them up at the sky more readily because they're in everyone's yeah. hands, you know? So yep. I think that directly increases the frequency of catching something because we have that technology readily available now than we ever had before. Mm -hmm. But when I think about the oceans, I do think that we are doing a lot of damage to our wild, our oceans and wildlife and like our, our, our sacred forests, you know? And I'm wondering if like that is, you know, bringing them more up or to the surface or, or, or something, you know, because we're doing a lot of damage, throwing plastics and, yeah. you know, killing other animals that might, they might be using as a food source or whatever, you know, right. it, just, it just, those are the things that I was really thinking about, huh. you know, but as a Star Trek fan, <laughs> I don't, yeah, but I, I can't that, intervene because we're on in our civilization because we're, we're on our divine path you know divine path. But, but i do think i mean like even in like all the episodes <laughs> they do sometimes <laughs> intervene um, yeah. very very subtle like exactly like what you were saying it's like being a scientist and bringing some awareness or you know downloads or mm-hmm. you know so that there is a way to kind of save us Oh, or perhaps a writer or a producer on the Star Trek cast that mm-hmm. has said, mm, maybe you should do these kinds of aliens or this kind of planet. Because again, Star Wars, Star Trek, all all these shows yeah. that have showed really talking about life on other planets way ahead of its time. Maybe one of the writers is an alien saying, yeah. here, I think you should, this is what it should look like. This is the name of the planet kind of to ease us in in an entertaining way right Ooh, remember those stories so that when it does come to surface that there is life on other planets we're not completely taken off guard because like oh I, I think i've seen that guy before on yeah. star trek or that looks like one of the the aliens in the bar in star wars there's just so many things that i have grown up believing that huh someone is coming up with these stories and these movies from yeah. from somewhere oh they're yeah. getting their ideas from somewhere and they, they, like, people yeah. have said that uh, forever about Gene Roddenberry, the creator of Star Trek, that yeah. he was not from here. I mean, he was just not like, it, it, it's almost like, yeah. a, it's almost like an unspoken thing because his whole philosophy was also revolving around 
just, you know, peace and like reserving judgment of other races of people and, or, or aliens, like just, you know, being, um, kind and compassionate and being in a state of learning versus, you know, let's, let's, you know, let's decimate this planet, you know, because we want the natural resources like that kind of shit. Like it just, he was just way. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think in, in, in the Star Trek world, I'm, I mean, I do think that he is definitely marked as one of those like non-humans yeah. <laughs> in the most respectful way, you know, like, yeah, I love it. So we went from mermaids to aliens. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything else you wanted to talk about regarding the water or alien, the mermaid? Oh, goodness gracious. Um, The Abyss. Go watch it. Check it out. It's awesome. So good. And yeah, I would say Animal Planet, you guys, if you just Google it or you go on to um, On Demand and you put in mermaids with Animal Planet, there's some footage there that you might find really interesting yeah so yeah mermaids are aliens and aliens are here and (laughs) star trek rules watch animal planet (laughs) i hope we don't lose any listeners by (laughs) about mermaids it's so interesting but yeah no we have to have one of these at least once a month something fascinating to chat about and this is what would be really cool is to eventually open up the the phone lines to have people call in and share their thoughts because i'm sure there's plenty of people out there who want to say something about this and even yeah. if it's to say, you bitches don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> but I say, this is fun stuff. This is fun. We're just talking. We're having great conversations. We thank you guys for listening to our crazy conversations. We were really looking forward to talking about this. So thanks yes, thank for you. chatting with me, Manjeet. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. And thank you for like just having this safe place for us to just go in and yeah bounce all over the place because this is really yeah it's really fun and and out there stuff so there's no wrong answers for us that's right yeah and we're not saying that you know this is all fact we're saying that we (laughs) what are we saying we believe in this shit and it's fun to talk about (laughs) Ah, yes and we love you join subscribe yeah Yeah. and and add any stories anything that you think or if you do think we're full of shit just yeah right make a comment we know you still love us by the way we haven't spoken about this on air yet but we do have our instagram page we talked about doing it but let's talk about it we really for those of you that are listening to us you can find us at on instagram the handler is at mayuman manjeet and it's Lightworkers Unite. So find us. And find us. You can see pictures of us podcasting. Um, we have other workshops that we do together where we collaborate. But we're also just super interested in connecting with you on that way, in that way where you can leave us questions, um, maybe give us some ideas of future shows. Yeah. Or if you're interested in being a guest on our show, yes. come pitch us. Yeah, we'd love it. We'd love it. And we love you. Bye.